this is Mike Bennett and Mike Baker coming at you with another episode of the Microsoft Recap. Leave this is the 14th episode, man. Hope everybody's doing good out there, surviving the Rona. How you doing, Mike? Surviving, man. Thriving. I'm thriving <laughs> during the Rona. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is, man. I just ain't going crazy. Well, the the hype, the the craze is going crazy. Yeah. Everybody's on some, uh, you know, they got the the 5G um conspiracy going on and that's a star yeah you know anybody doesn't know what's happening right now um um but in the future i'm, I'm pretty sure every, everyone has to know right now you know when there ain't yeah, no way that someone knows. cannot know but from this what happens if you watch five years online this is the time of the coronavirus where there's a global pandemic quote-unquote going on people are dying left and right from this mysterious disease and we, we stuck in the house but uh yeah. even with all that stuff going on at the microsoft recap what we do here we just bring some strong criticism to uh microsoft whenever it's warranted uh some righteous criticism i like to call it as well as uh, a round of applause and some some pra- praise to where they are doing excellent in uh it in the technology industry and actually we have a whole bunch of good news today things that um you know, I I I I would I'm proud of Microsoft for just uh, things we want to talk to you all about today. Uh, you know, we bring solid three topics to you all. Uh, first thing we're gonna be discussing: uh, no programming language skill is needed anymore. Uh, the new Microsoft No Code Power Apps beta is out. So this is uh, one of these. I was actually taking a program some time ago uh, by a young lady. Her name is Tara Reed. She has a program called Apps Without Code, but she goes over this whole thing of like creating an app without code. But it seems like Microsoft mm-hmm. has created an app to make an app, so yeah, uh, yeah. something like that. So this is uh, it's, it's brilliance. So I like that. Uh, next, we're going to be going over uh, Microsoft to roll out uh, the new money management app, which is going to be a part of their uh, 365 suite. We'll jump into that some more. I think that's excellent. I missed all of the things going on right now with the stimulus check. We're supposed to be getting from the government. <laughs> All right. You demand the thing, right? I mean, it's, I don't know if you've seen that. You see that meme, Mike, where they had, um, it was uh, uh, the police, the SWAT was about to break into this door. Yeah. Yeah. Had, uh, had a, a little Cheeto. Cheeto <laughs> so the Cheeto would be the stimulus check, and then the economy and the whole SWAT team up to break the door. That's, that's the funny. But utility bills, electric bills, all, all the right, SWAT all team. All right, trying yeah, to kick so in. <laughs> Little twelve hundred dollar check gonna block it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's funny stuff, man. Well, yeah, we want to jump into that uh, the money management app that Microsoft is uh, rolling out, and then lastly, Microsoft Edge is getting new features that may get people to switch to um, switch their browsers completely. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody, if, I, if anybody that hasn't known, maybe your maybe your Apple, you know, your Mac users don't know. But yeah. um, Microsoft Edge is the new kid on the block, just you know, kicking ass and taking names. Uh, so <laughs> when it comes to web browsers, man. So um, we're going to jump uh, into that lastly. But uh, let's get it started, man. As far as it says, no programming language skill needed. New Microsoft No Code Power App beta is out. So where where we're at with this, and I guess you know, being that I have a, a tech background. Especially was I'm interested in building my own apps and stuff like that. The the, the idea of having an app that, uh, well, just creating an app for whatever reason is so it's multifaceted. So many different things that goes into it, uh, as well as the uh, marketing behind it. You may be someone 
uh, as myself or maybe as Mike, where you have a lot of tech background, you may be able to, you know, with your expertise, build, you know, an app from scratch, but then knowing, uh, you know, how to market it and stuff like that could possibly get in the way. Oh, vice versa. You may have some people who have like this great idea, but have no coding experience. Well, what it seems like here with Microsoft, the solution they've come up with is to be able to, it's a, uh, it's going to be mobile driven. It's going to be uh, like a canvas type. We're not going to be, it actually is because it's out right now for, uh, for iOS and Android. Uh, but um, it's going to be like Canvas, like mobile driven, where you, I guess more so like drag and drop or do things like that, which is actually mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, and it's not going to be requiring any type of coding experience. And that's pretty good because the idea of taking an, uh, an, uh, um, an app or taking an idea straight to market, it seems that Microsoft is providing a solution to no longer have that roadblock there. I can, speaking from experience, I, it's been several times where I've tried to do certain things. And even with a little bit of my tech background, building an app from scratch can be, um, it's a whole lot of not just uh, complexity, but then it's tedium that comes into that as well. So yeah. with them creating an application that um, I guess makes it more, a lot more user-friendly where it's not heavily dependent on uh, like languages like C-sharp. Um, you know, you, um, or anything like that that you, you typically would use. I was going to say Swift, but what do people use? X-Code yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Swift. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah they, they built it on top of what Xcode is so that yeah. it's just straight for building iOS apps. iOS, okay, yeah. All right, cool. cool. So I, I've never seen, never, never went that far. <laughs> but um, all this stuff is pretty much X'd out now by Microsoft. And, and notice I said that if Microsoft is building it, it's built the app and it's going to be on iOS. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they kind of start within the yard a little bit, man. How you feel about that, Mike? Yeah, I mean, all all in all, it's this a it's it's like a perfect move for Microsoft. That's that's like a perfect play for them because they they position themselves to be the software platform for building other software for building out mm-hmm. applications. So. Um, it's 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 kind of a proper play for them because they're not in the mobile space right now as a as a operating system. You know they they were the top Windows platform, but when it comes to uh, well, they're the top desktop platform. But when it comes to um, <clears throat> mobile, it's it's all Android and iOS. So it, it positions them in a proper place where they can build a a universal application. That's what this essentially is. It's a it's an application that allows you to build both Android and iOS apps in one. So you don't have to really split out your development team. Cause that's been, that usually have been one of the biggest issues is that uh, you got to build something for iOS and it only works in iOS. And then you got to turn around and get a whole nother team to build something in Android. Um, this power apps essentially uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a cookie cutter system. Cause it, I mean, it, it does have like, um, it's, it's a lot of built-in features and they, it says no code, but they also say low code in there. So it's like, you don't, you, if you, if you know some code, you can probably benefit more in all of the features and functionalities, but you don't, it's not required that you know any code where, like you said, you can do drag and drop where you essentially are snapping the pieces together. You're kind of like putting together a, a set or like a sort of like, you know, Lego in a way, but you're putting all these pieces together that, are the core fundamentals of any app like um similar to like if you look at like when people get websites and they have these website builders you can think of like uh 
Squarespace or um, uh, Wix or something like that, where they have these like uh, site builders. You just drag and drop, say, this is my about page. I want an icon here. I want a picture here. I want video to play here and all that stuff. Um, essentially, that's what this is allowing you to do. And it has low code, meaning that like, yeah, you can probably still build in um, high functionality capabilities in these things. Like if you got spreadsheets, if you got a database or something, you can probably tie in a database of information to these applications and make them really useful for, uh, for, for like full on enterprise usage. It may not be the most detailed of app, but it, it can serve purpose. I mean, and it's a lot of these things, like there's a lot of reasons to have apps out there. Like when you always, when a lot of people think about apps, like when the core the programmers and the people that think they're elite and all this stuff try to build out apps, they're like, no, you got to learn all this programming code. You got to do all this and all this. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, like I don't, it's, you, you may not want to build all of these other things into your app. You may just really want your app to do a small sign up finite thing group of things like it's only a group of things you really want this thing to do and that's what they are offering so that you don't have to spend your money on some you know 10-year ios developer to build out something you got you got to pay them like 125 dollars an hour just to build it out um you can just get this application get somebody that's good at building apps in this application and um you know get that at like a third of the cost and it does exactly the thing that your business needs to do. You don't have to, you're not trying to push this thing out to a hundred million users. You're only trying to push it out to 30, 40 people. And, um, yeah. that's, that's what that's built for. Was, um, was, oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll say that. Yeah. So what a lot of people don't know, notice when we typically, when you're talking about the app building space, uh, most people, because of the lore, the lore that came with, you know, the the explosion that Facebook had, maybe what is that, over what fourteen years ago, I guess. When did yeah, Facebook come out? Yeah, yeah, fourteen yeah. years ago. Uh, like two thousand four. Two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like two thousand four, two thousand. Yeah. Like sixteen years ago, fifteen years ago. Uh, but just so with the so so when t- people typically think app, they automatically jump to social media. And um and and that's uh I mean of course it, it makes sense because that's what we use social media is something that the average person uses day to day, but when you're talking about just core applications, there's a lot of other pro- real world problems out there that with the right what we call SaaS product, software mm-hmm. as a service, um it it's by providing a technology solution to that you position people who are in position to make a lot of money and do something that's much more um say that's much more pivotal. Than just uh, creating another social media app, not hating anything like that. But what I'm what I'm getting at is with them making this move um, by creating this app, like you said, especially with them making it, I guess, more local. Where it's not in it having completely gotten rid of code, but she, if you know have some expertise, you can use it. By them moving this route, they have actually um, positioned. Uh, it, it's a good move just for the economy if you have the right mind. And tech. Yeah. for those who, because you have people, I, I guess uh, I talked to several people that are run ads for and um you know some of them are like people who do plumbing or someone who do who, who does uh offenses like uh, they're, they're a personal trainer mm-hmm. or the, you know they, they something like that or maybe they're a nutritionist um this simple simple apps as far as you go with the nutritionist thing of being able to have communication between like directly with your nutritionist and then tracking what they eat or something like that yeah. um that's 
providing the solution for that has now just become easier by what Microsoft has released. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you don't have to have that 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 Apple and Google budget. You yeah. have a low budget and be like, I still can make use of all these technologies that are around me. I don't have to hire the the definitive pro of Android apps and stuff. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it, it drops the barrier a lot and it allows for for apps to be built for more everyday usage by more people. Like, there's there's lawn lawn cutting apps there's like like people that need to get their uh grass cut there's like barbershop apps and all of this stuff out there so i mean this allows for those type of applications to be built on a on a, on a smaller scale but still being able to reach a wider audience of people um that's i, I feel like that's that's a great benefit for microsoft to be positioned in because um yeah, they don't they don't necessarily own the operating space here, but they're making great use of the platforms that are that are currently in control where they can right. still position themselves as a power player. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, and uh, it just speaks to Microsoft's prowess when it comes to understanding how to expand their business. I, what I will say, uh, we can we can roll into the next and it's probably kind of transition to the next topic. But uh, what I've noticed with Microsoft, um, they have a great uh, they, they know how to grow steady. You know, I haven't really heard too many lulls in, in the past about Microsoft's growth, although you may have other people who have just burst on the scene and kind of took over. Microsoft has kind of been, played more of the the uh, the turtle role and it's worked out because now yeah. it seems like they got things on lock with the government contracting um, and more so like professional brim of things. That something like this, I see that it can tap, it kind of in a way, taps into more of the, uh, I guess, the people side of, of business, you know what I mean? Because by making this more available to the common person to be able to design an app for everyday uses. So, so, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, going into the next topic. So yeah, also with that, Microsoft still doing some excellent uh, app development, rolling out a money management app. Now, I think this is excellent. And, I, and, and if anything, it may be on par with the, uh, previous topic because uh again that stimulus check that we're going to be getting from the government uh based on your requirements um and now in all seriousness uh money management is a problem that most americans have speaking from you know i'm being transparent here all right just being able to say stuff and what's all what's awesome about what they say a little, just reason, a little bit of the features they should be going to roll out in the money app is that you're going to be able to put in your uh, your bank card or your uh, credit card, and then from there it will track the type of expenses that you have, and then come up with a, I believe it says a solution, or um, kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It begins with a C. Bring the data together. Give me that word, Mike. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the word. I can never think of the word, man. But yeah, uh, or yeah. consolidate. Consolidate, consolidate. Maybe that's the word, consolidate. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of it takes all those. I mean, they have they have apps that have been out here before that have tried these things. Um, Mint was one of them that I tend to use a lot in the past. It was kind of janky, but it would it would connect to my bank account and um, it would monitor my transaction usage and. Um, essentially give me like charts and stuff that'll give me an idea on a monthly basis what type of things i'm buying not just what i'm buying but 
like categorizing it and giving me pie charts and stuff to show like what type of things am I spending a lot of money on. So there's a lot. It's a, it's. I mean, like you know, dealing with your 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 balancing, like trying to balance the books and stuff like that. Trying to be a, a personal accountant is like hard in itself. That's why I, like people pay people for doing their income taxes. But like it's a it's it's very. I mean it's. it's 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 a really good look to be able to just look at a pie chart and be like, bam, fifty percent of your money is going to food. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, you can just sense. immediately yeah. look at it and be like, not because you know when you look at it, when you look at a bank statement, you know you say, all right, you spent money at at such and such bar and grill, you spent such and much such money at the market, you went to this restaurant, you went to this carryout and stuff like that, and it's. It's, it's separated and it's, you know, it's kind of, kind of hard to see what it all is. But when you have a system that can uh, identify what those services are and group them up into categories and be like, you spend this much on entertainment, you spend this much on food, you spend this much on travel. And you can be like, well, all right, I, I can, I can better uh, do my budget. I can, I can, I can know I, I need to spend less money on on clothes because apparently I spent nine hundred dollars on clothes this month for some odd reason, and I'm wondering why I'm broke. Like it's Sorry, a better man. way to being able to look at that, and it, it's a good position for Microsoft to be in because yeah, Excel has has basically been the spreadsheet of choice since like the nineties. Yeah. yeah, like that is that is the de facto spreadsheet. Like all the <laughs> all the spreadsheets copy Excel. I mean, and um. It's a, it's kind of like a no-brainer for them to be in that position because uh, they, for one, they are Microsoft, so you know it's going to be a lot of money behind their efforts to make sure that it's a secure technology, make sure that it, it actually they partner up with all the different um, banks and uh, uh, you know credit card processing companies like Visa and Mastercard and all of that. Um, making sure that all the banks are in on the game so that your debit information, your credit account, your savings account can all be stored in there. And um, you know that they got probably the one of the best encryptions because they, they're the top, one of the cloud, top cloud platforms along with Google and Apple, I mean, and Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know that your stuff is going to be relatively secure. Everybody gets hacked, but you got a higher probability that your stuff is secure with a company like Microsoft than like another, you know, third party company that you rarely ever heard of. <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it feel like it's just right for them to be in that position. They, they say they tie this to um, Microsoft 365, which, you know, is basically office 365 with, um, you know, personal cloud attached on, but that's that's one of the probably the first moves for it. You know, they don't have a right now. They don't have a a wallet like you know. Everybody has these digital wallets. Google has the digital wallet. Amazon has the pay system. All of all these things you can pay for services online. PayPal has one. Um, Amazon even has one where you can do these like Amazon checkouts using some other service, but you can still use your Amazon account. Microsoft doesn't have one of those services yet, so they kind of are due for being in that market where you can say, well, let me buy this product through my Microsoft account and um, right. okay, position them to be in, in the game with everybody else. Cause you know, Apple has the Apple card that they're doing. They got the Apple yeah, wallet. Got the Apple card, Apple wallet, Apple TV. Yeah, I mean, yeah we, we already talked about Google coming out with their uh, initiative to try to be a bank. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to join the, the financial sector. 
So like, I mean, it's it's probably appropriate for I mean Amazon. We all know Amazon takes they trying to take a bit of every transaction that happens in the world. So I mean, it, it's just a good position to put themselves in to be um, part of the money game somewhere in that in that realm, especially with this whole cryptocurrency potentially still going forward. Like yeah. the future of money looks to still still seems like it's going to be going in a digital route. So. Well, Microsoft still has time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's perfect point, man. What, what I was told is that you know the idea of what money is is never really going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always going to be barter and exchange, but the methods of yeah. how we exchange and stuff like that is going to change. And I think that with with um, Microsoft actually rolling out this uh, this money management app, I see that they are starting to become more customer. Uh, centric like that they're, imp- they're implementing this and thinking about what could the average person be thinking about in the future and how to help them out so mm-hmm. when they came out with this i mean they had enough bandwidth for seniors had enough space enough uh money to invest where they, they're going to make this a part of now if it's going to be part of the 365 suite that means that wherever it's going to be downloaded whenever someone downloads that it's a high probability they're going to download that too because it's a part of the, uh, the suite. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and they actually talked, remember, we talked about that, how they were uh, grouping up everything into one app. Um, uh-huh. So, that Office 365, like now, uh, Microsoft Word, Excel, and all that is just one one big app. <laughs> one. So, yeah, they probably add that in there too. And they are switching over. Um, I mean, they are basically trying to hit that consumer market as well. Because, um, yeah, the switch from Microsoft 365 from Office 365 is the switch for them saying, like, we're not just productivity services, but we're also personal life services. <laughs> like, like if you, you know, you can already store your documents in the OneDrive and stuff like that, but um, they never really include all the stuff that comes with Microsoft, uh, with Xbox Live, and all the stuff that people buy off of that, because that's, that's a big... Uh, that's a big app store. Microsoft, the Xbox Live is essentially an app store for them. And um, it's a lot of stuff that goes on in transactions over there, but they don't necessarily integrate that with this 365 stuff. So they'll probably bring that all over as well. Um, but they have to get this whole money management thing into place. So with them I think getting that's going to get it straight because, you know, I mean, again, on, 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 you want to say, I want to hear what you want to say. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, it's just it's just there, wrapping around it, just trying to get everything wrapped in one place. Um, having a money platform so that everything that they do that requires some type of transaction can be centralized at that money app. Gotcha. Yeah, that, it's it's um, you know, again, um, I ain't talking about I'm, I ain't trying to say I'm balling, but we have different accounts, man. Um, it can kind of get a little bit uh, hectic when it comes to trying to, which one I use to pay this over here and when I do this, to, you know, pay on this credit card bill. So putting all that stuff into, what you said, one centralized place where you can monitor that and even put together, uh, you know, a little game plan of how you can move forward and, you know, how this can benefit you is great, man. But um, mm-hmm. let's jump into this last thing, man. I actually, uh, and I think this is probably the most interesting out of the topics. Microsoft Edge is getting new features that may get you to switch browsers. Now, uh, we did a video uh, a little bit, a little, uh, it was uh, some commentary on an article was written some time ago talking about how Microsoft Edge was going to be built on, was built on Chromium, how great of a browser it was going to be. So, yeah. start, first starting off, I mean, just like myself, I thought that Microsoft Edge was just Internet Explorer's replacement. But now, based off of them remodeling things, pretty much just 
really redoing the the, uh, the browser. Um, it looks very, in my opinion, um, it has its distinctness, but it still has a chrome feeling, which I have yeah. a problem with that. Um, but with, with where they're going ham, you know, is it says here that they're going to be releasing some things that will make you want to switch from where you're currently are browsing. So why, why I think that's so cool is, it, again, it shows that Microsoft is focusing on the uh, consumers a lot more. And I and think that they're starting to see whoever's on their marketing team or whoever the direct stuff is in the right position because they're starting to really pay attention to those things that, um, especially what's going on with at least uh, at this time, because there's never been in, in the history of mankind. No one, no, no civilization has been on, uh, had this level of technology and no society that has been this involved in the internet. And, um, with them by, by them actually just again constantly adding on to the Microsoft Edge browser that surprised a lot of people. It seems like they're preparing for that takeover. We talked about it before, but they call it the tech cold war, where it's just kind of like a if you if anyone's familiar with the cold war, it was kind of like the war that was never fought, right? But it, it was yeah. fought in, in some way. But um with, it just seems like Microsoft is kind of focusing on putting out a whole bunch of things that would turn that corner so they can pull in that uh, get their market share fair of uh, con- consumer-centric like sales and um, and notoriety and stuff. Um, I think that as far as it being a, um, a, 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 as far as it being a Mozilla Firefox killer, I haven't really used Mozilla in some time, <laughs> but I will I will say that uh, with it being new, I don't want them to necessarily jump the gun. Like it's it's good. I have used I've used the, the browser a couple of times. But I just, you know, I got Chrome all in my system. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on that. But um, like that here, where it says overall, it seems that Microsoft Edge is getting so much, some much needed features that makes it more than just good enough. And that's, you know, compared to something like Safari, uh, Safari is a good enough yeah. browser. Suppose, like, I mean, maybe, you know, we just, and that's how Internet Explorer was. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how. Like, exactly. It's just good enough. Yeah, that's all it was just a, it was an internet browser, but Microsoft Edge is Microsoft Edge. It's its own thing where you know it's it's gonna have a lot of uh and, and what's good about it is it's not something that you can really um you know in certain certain uh computers they don't really come enabled with um Mozilla Firefox already installed or Chrome. But be it the Microsoft Edge, of course, is by Microsoft. Whichever someone buys a laptop, buys a desktop. Um, this is what the browser will be. So um, yeah. things are going to move, man. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the a couple things like like the thing that you were saying about uh, about Edge being the Firefox killer. Chrome is the, essentially the the Firefox killer because I mean they just take a Chrome, Firefox was open source, which is one of the main things that people liked about it because it allowed you to see what they were actually building because you can look at the code to see what they're building. So anybody that could look at code could look at it to verify that they're not doing anything sneaky. And um, with Chromium coming out and being open source too, that just gave the open source community like more things to go back and forth with. And usually they're going to just stick with one platform. And a lot of people seem to be leaning over to the Chrome platform for open source and, 
you can tell that that's happening because people are adopting it, particularly companies like uh, like Microsoft, where even though it was Google's, Microsoft can easily take it and create their own version with it. That's basically what they've done. Um, and um, it, it can be a catch-22 because, you know, some people still may not trust the open-source Chromium world. So, you know, if they don't even trust that, then they still have a Firefox to go to. You know, there's those diehards <laughs> that really believe, like, there's some conspiracy theory somewhere, so you got to just have that alternative. So <laughs> Firefox will always be there for people. Um <laughs> But like for the most part, like I mean, I still use it on a day to day. But like that's that's for work purposes. When I'm home, I don't even look at it unless I just want to try something different. But Firefox is there. Um, but for the everyday user, yeah, like it's it's even kind. Of, it's weird how how Chrome even got to be number one because like you said, like when you get a when you get a computer by default, if you got Mac, you you get Safari. If you got Windows, you get Internet Explorer. So for people to have been using Chrome for it to become as dominant as it is, they were making that conscious decision to do that. Everybody had to conscientiously be like, yeah, I'm going to download Chrome and I'm going to start using this as my browser. And they did that based on the fact that the other browsers weren't keeping up. Right. And um, that's, that's really the, in- the incentive was like, they weren't, so they weren't supplying the, the demand, the need for the demand of having a, a better browser. And with Microsoft copying Chrome's browser, they basically just jumped themselves into second place. Yeah. They I mean they went from fifth place to second place real quick, just from saying, "All right, we're going to just use Chromium." Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean they said, "Fuck it." So they hopped over Safari, they hopped over Opera, they hopped over Firefox, and they jumped right in line behind Chrome and shit, which yeah. is where they, they felt like they should have been the whole time, but they couldn't because, you know, Internet Explorer sucked. But, um... <laughs> well, I, yeah. think that, uh, I think that overall, man, looking at it, um, the two, what makes it tight, well, I would say it makes it tight, what makes it good, speaking of my Baltimore, right? <laughs> what <Yeah>. makes it cool <laughs> is that, um, you know, with so, so Internet Explorer, I don't know if it was that driven on like the plugins and stuff, but there are a lot of yeah, because really it seemed like the seemed like the uh, theme today for everything is for Microsoft is a lot of app development, right? But there's mm-hmm. a lot of apps out there that are like plugins for different like different extensions and stuff like that for uh, Chrome and for uh, Firefox and for Edge, but mm-hmm. because Microsoft Edge. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's almost like it's a new um, landscape. You get able to port your stuff over from uh, Chrome, which is interesting, as well as uh, they have people who's constantly developing stuff for Microsoft Edge. So, I mean, I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. I it got it had, listening to this and going through this has me wanting to use uh, Microsoft Edge a little bit more often. But um, yeah, man, um, this can, I mean, can, kudos to kudos to Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's these the features that they got on there is just doping themselves. Like they got the password monitor. I think we talked about the uh, tracking thing a while ago, where that they were talking about how they were going to add uh, tracking tracking protection on. Oh Edge. yes. Um, now they're they're basically at the point where they're about to release it. Um, one of the features that I do want to check out is this this feature, this immersive reader feature, because what they talk about with that is. They basically just strip off all the ads and only show you the 
the article and that way you basically i mean the ad market is basically dead from that point because you're not seeing any advertisement all you get is the thing that you came there for and um that's that's beneficial in itself and then there's a lot of like you know just you know usability features with that vertical tabs and stuff like that so i mean it's good to see that they didn't just solely copy chromium and just said all right we just going to leave it as a copy of chromium and not yeah. do too much else with it like they fully went in and said all right we're going to copy chromium but we want to build in functionality that'll make us unique and and say that even though we are a version of chromium we are microsoft's version and we do things in a useful manner so i mean it's useful it's, it, I, I like it i want to test out i had it i've had it since the, the preview version of this new edge but i think i'll start actually using it on a regular basis to try it out to make sure that it's what I want it to be. I think it's, I think it'll benefit me to some point. I still don't like the fact that one company, particularly Microsoft, Microsoft having all my information, but you know, that's <laughs> what it is. Man, they long as they keep making apps. Yeah. So our problems will be good. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, man, that's all we got for you all today, man. Uh, the Microsoft recap. Uh, I think that was pretty cool. Um, it was, I think there was a lot of venting that was going there just for uh, yeah. Congratulate Microsoft, but we want you all to, um, if you if you're on any of the podcast platforms, first off, you need to get on, right? <laughs> got, we got our Apple, uh, Apple Music, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. We on all all the major platforms where you're going to listen to a, a podcast. Go check us out. Uh, leave a comment below. Subscribe to the movement so you can get more updates. Um, we're gonna have the social media popping soon where we. we be able to interact with you all more often. And uh, two, we're also open to suggestions. If there's an article you truly want us to go over that is uh, within the confines of what's good, you know, what we can do, uh, we'll go ahead and add it to the list and see if we can give a reaction to it. Um, but um, other than that, I uh, hope you all had a good time on the podcast as much as I did. And, uh, me and Mike, how you feeling? Mike, you got anything else? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, if, as long as y'all really come with too many 5G coronavirus questions, I'm cool, man. Just... <laughs> Ask me anything else, cause I'm not. I'm not going to answer it. I'm, I think I'm just delete the email. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, worse come to worse, so we might have to do a whole segment. Like, what is this whole thing? Like, what is this issue? Like, is this real or not? Yeah, that's that's it. Corona is it real or not? That's it. <laughs> that's the name. But yeah, man, um, that's all we got for you all today. This is uh, Mike Bennett and Mike Baker coming at you again with the 14th episode of the week. Oh, not the week, though. Uh, the Microsoft Recap. Uh, yeah. Until next time, you all, take care. Peace. Peace.